Aloha, I'm Marcia Sortino. Welcome to Pay Radio, talk radio worth listening to. To all our regular listeners, thank you for coming back. To all our new listeners, congratulations. You just discovered one of the most powerful talk radio shows there is. As we get ready for this class, I suggest you find something to take notes with. Every show is packed with all sorts of inspiring, insightful ideas, ahas, and breakthroughs. While you find some paper and a pen, I wonder, how many people do you know are paid to learn, then paid to teach what they learn? I'll put that another way. I'm both a student and a teacher of Pay Me What I'm Worth. By the time I complete my class as a student, the money I'm paid to teach Pay Me What I'm Worth will cover what I paid Seoul University, and then some. At the end of our class, I'll tell you how to become a paid student and teacher for this life-changing journey. It's time to meet my class. We decided to be collectively known as Team Seekers. Here they are. Hey, everybody. Green Mays, and I am from Latrobe, Pennsylvania. Hello, Chris Peters, and I'm from Brandon, Manitoba, Canada. Aloha. This is Rick Rodriguez from the Big Island of Hawaii. Aloha. Cheryl here, coming to you from the Big Island of Hawaii, where we have lots of beautiful waterfalls, rainbows, and a live volcano. Hello, everybody. This is Agnes Talley in Fayetteville, North Carolina. We're the home of the dogwood tree with its beautiful white flowers in the spring of the year. And finally, aloha. Sol here, author of Pay Me What I'm Worth and Marsha's co-pilot on this journey. I hope we've given you enough time to grab a pad of paper and a pen to take notes. Our class starts now. I thought we would start off with a question about gratitude. We were wondering how can you tell if you are being thankful or grateful, where is the tipping point for you? <laughs> Throughout my journey in Pay Me What I'm Worth and all the experiences that I've had, I can tell I'm filled with every experience so far. It has been amazing. That state of being that I know that I feel so grateful for being on this journey and having all of you come on this journey with me. I know that it's it's been a whirlwind for me. The difference between thankfulness and actually knowing that I have gratitude in my heart is that I'm able to function with all the things that are happening in my life. I'm not falling apart because of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you found balance in it then. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, out of the whole That's awesome. Thing. If you're not grateful for everything that you have, you're, the person would be one of those people that is down and out with the negative attitude. Like my mom and dad, they may have been grateful for certain things, but they were very negative, and it's not a happy place to live. But being grateful for something gives you a reason to live. It gives you such a good feeling inside. You, know, you want to get up and do things. And, oh. It gives you hope. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. 
Without gratitude, this whole journey wouldn't mean a whole lot. I can do tons and tons of work, and I can even achieve great things. I can become certified. I can become a great speaker. But at the end of the day, if I can't find some gratitude, at least a list, which I put on my blog, and it consists of family, friends, and people here, the stuff I'm doing, the music, but I have to have something that really is going to motivate me to do that. And if it's not gratitude, what am I really doing? Be something that I can say, I know even in my life, if I'm not where I want to be, I have things I can be grateful for. I have things I'm grateful for now. And by keeping that attitude, more and more stuff pops up. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. If you keep your eye open to things to be grateful for, they, they do surface. You see them all over the place. Yeah, that's great. I'm thankful, but yet I keep thinking of the, when you talk about balance, I keep thinking that I'm giving more than I'm receiving. <laughs> and I don't know if that's the way I should be feeling right now. I don't, I really don't know. So I don't think I can be grateful until I feel like I'm balanced. Hmm. I mean, Miss Brigetta, can you Repeat what you just said? Well, that's what I said. I said, how can I be grateful when I'm not balanced? You can be. You really can be. We all can be grateful. When we have more balance, we're going to feel more grateful. You can start today with just a few things to be grateful for and build upon it. I think it's important to remember that as long as you can breathe, as long as you can walk, talk, eat, sleep, see, hear, and experience life, we really don't have anything to complain about. Well, that's, that's the thankful part, right? That's right. And I've watched you come so far just by speaking up on the calls. You're here. You are obviously responding to the energy that we're sending out to you. It's not an accident, Brigetta. You will get where you want to go. I think that you have a tremendous amount of self-confidence. I guess what I'm battling with is, for instance, I try to help people and they don't appreciate it. They turn around and they want to either borrow more money or either they won't appreciate what I'm doing. I don't know seem to get the difference between the two. Brigetta, you have to know when to draw the line. I well, think that's that the that's... problem, I guess. I feel sorry for people, mm-hmm. and I want to help people, mm-hmm. but then they just take more advantage of you. I think that you may want to look at Chapter 1 of Pay Me What I'm Worth, and 2, actually the first four, and really... Mm-hmm realize that you've got to know that, yes, it's good to give, Brigetta. It's very good to give. But if people aren't giving back to you, then those aren't good people to have around, I would say. Well, and I think I've got, that got rid, of, rid of all of them. And I was thinking last night that what friends do I have left that are really close by and things like that? I mean, I have you guys and mm-hmm. all, but who do I have at this stage in my life that have not gotten mad at me because I've drawn the line or either because they know I'm going to. Brigetta, you have one of your family, because I've, I've seen them on 
you know, different pictures you posted up. But the real way to see surefire if who your friends are and who the people who are just trying to leech are is really without going out and trying to give, give, give and do stuff for people, friends are going to be friends regardless of if you're helping them out or not. That doesn't mean it's it's bad to help out your friends, but just giving, giving, giving until you can't anymore isn't the way to do it. The easiest way is give what you can, and the people who want to be your friends will be your friends. People who don't, don't. And I've had a lot of people who said that, you know, Kareem, I'll always be there, no problem. You know, you have any issues, you call me. And then we get interested in the same girl. We get it. They got mad because I got a job or something. They didn't, or they just figured for some reason they thought I'm rich. I'm not. And they're like, oh, I can bleach off this person. And I just said, I'm done. You know, don't want anything to do with you. And there's only been really a select few amount of people I really keep around. I just want a good select group of people. And there's some online and some offline, including team seekers, that I want to spend time with. And I know they're my friends because they're not going to constantly try and ask me for things and ask me for things. And if I don't deliver, disassociate. That's how you really know. Yeah, is it parasitical or is it symbiotic? Yeah. I think that's where I go wrong is because I don't have the whatever it takes to say no to certain things. And after it goes by me, then I think to myself, I should have said no. I should have done this. And then I'm feeling guilty then. And then and then later on, I feel guilty because I, if I did say no, I feel guilty because I said no. Uh, that's just a lot going on there. I just get confused. So this is my worth passport for Chapter 6. And, Bridgette, I want you to really listen, okay? Viewing the outcomes of Exercise 21, how has it shaped my awareness and worth? Well, I am now more aware and in tune with exactly how I pay for things in a multitude of ways. Whether it be emotionally, financially, spiritually, my attention, effort, or focus. I know how to pay for things that I want to pay for on all aspects. People will no longer be getting a free ride, so to speak. If someone expects something of me, then I just don't bother with those things. I say no, and that's it. If someone asks me, why did you say no, or why are you always saying no, I then go on to think, hmm, you obviously are very self-absorbed if you think I always say no, because that is not the case. Now, with that in mind, I love to give, and as such, I have given a lot of myself to this course, the Entrepreneur Power Hour, our team, my mom, my friends, etc. I feel that my relationships have not only strengthened, but have also become a lot less confusing or idiosyncratic. If a friend decides that I'm not doing this or I'm not doing that, well, too bad for them because I don't have to live up to anyone's expectations. I do, however, honor my agreements and sentiments that I make with people, and if I say I'm going to do something, I usually follow through with it. I, however, don't like it when people think it's okay to count on me or rely on me. No one should rely on anybody to do anything for them. Giving and receiving are without bondage, guilt, shame, doubt, worry, or expectation. They are mutually beneficial exchanges for everyone involved, and these are the principles I adhere to. I don't care if someone isn't happy with my reasoning or my efforts to please them. I am not on this planet to please anybody. I am here to make a difference in the lives of others. This, however, does not mean that I am to be relied upon to do everything for anyone. 
So what have I been in doing to ensure these types of things stop happening? I will not allow anyone to guilt me into doing anything or feeling sorry for someone's apparent misfortunes when they have the power to change it themselves. Man, I can't stand people who blame others for their states of mind or states of affairs. It is all created by them. I know how to deal with those people in an effective manner and simply remove them from my life. I will not allow myself to be around toxic people who do nothing but complain and whine about how they have it so hard and are so sad. That only decreases, not only decreases their worth, but it also drains my energy and can affect my worth over a longer period of time. That's not happening anymore. I also will never ever enter a relationship without taking my time and getting to know the person fully. I am worth love, respect, honor, abundance, happiness, positivity, serenity, and everything I desire. Why? Because I care about helping others get out of the mental headspace that keeps them down and sad. Yeah, that's very good. I agree with all you're saying. It's just that I have not come to that place yet that I can say that I have not come to the place that I can actually do it. Rosetta, I have seen you grow so much since the beginning yeah. of class. I've seen you be able to stand up for yourself and tell people exactly what you need to tell them. Yeah. And it's just a growing thing. I'd say don't be feeling guilty. It's just something you're taking on yourself. It could be. One of the things I know that you are having a problem with is telling if people are thankful for the things that you do for them. That was one of my next questions for everybody. How can you tell when a person is genuinely grateful or thankful? More people I I meet now because of what I'm doing with Pay Me What I'm Worth, those are the people I I find myself wanting to surround myself with more and more and more because the energy synchronizes. And I'm just so grateful for everybody that I've met through through my own personal decision to change. That's what I've got. So you can tell, like with you and Kareem, that Kareem is genuinely grateful for your relationship by his, like, sincere actions and stuff. Well, it's vice versa, yes. Yeah, that's cool. That's great. Gratitude and unknown expectations. Mm -hmm. That comes out to be manipulation. So they may be thankful for a little bit you do, but they probably have some unknown expectations of you, like you're going to pay them every time they show up. Mm-hmm. And that would turn into the manipulation right there. I could have some expectations that I shouldn't have when I loan them the money or if they say loan, most of the time it's just treat me the same way that they would treat me if I had not loaned them the mm-hmm. money or Expectations will get us, I'm sorry to yeah. say. <laughs> Bridgetta, I've known you for quite a long time. I know a lot about your story. I know that you've changed because I know that your saying no to people now is causing people to not like you or yeah, you know, you feel that, that they don't like you anymore. <laughs> Believe me, hun. Thank yourself. Give yourself a big thank. Because I'm telling you right now that you're stepping into your power because you don't need to worry if people don't like what you have to say or do. Bridgetta, you just got through saying that don't want to be with people that just 
are you? No, I don't want to be with them, but I'm slowly losing all of them. That's getting scary. (laughs) You don't want to be with people that are using you. You'll get new friends. We don't want to use you. So you'll hang out with new friends instead of the ones that well, just... Well, yeah, I think that's true. That's a lot of my problem. I don't get out enough to meet people here because of the situations that I can't go where I want to go. And it's just something that i got to deal with. I want to be like what Chris was saying, that he's chosen to do these things, and I don't want to tell a lie, so... <laughs> Bridgetta, do you want to know where that inner strength comes from? It comes from... Knowing that if I give, then I should be able to receive just as much. And I'm not in fear of if I don't give enough, that I won't get from that specific person. So, But what I do notice is if, if somebody's starting to take advantage of me, and I had this in relationships, and I would keep trying to get them stick around and trying to make it work and trying to make it work, And I realized I was the only one that still loved. And so my worth became non-existent. I was suicidal. I was anxious. I was depressed. I felt like I shouldn't exist anymore. And I actually tried taking my own life. Thankfully, I did fail because I let somebody have so much power over me. Like I let something like that have so much power over me that I decided that I would never let that happen again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think confronting that was vital for me to wake up. You can only give what you want to give that person and hope that it's reciprocated. Yeah. And if it's not reciprocated, you remove them from your life. Yeah. You know. And you're yeah, not at any loss for that. Well, there's no it. reason to feel any guilt. No. No, no reason to feel guilt for it at all. Nope. Nope. If they don't give back to you, or if they just give you stress, there's no reason to feel any guilt in them not wanting to be your friend anymore. Or you not wanting to be their friend anymore. Right. Which way, yeah. Yeah. We're going to help. We're going to be thankful and grateful to the people who help us. That's a natural process right there. And the more that we do to help somebody or show somebody how we can actually help them by honoring their request right then and there, that is a form of gratitude. I can tell when someone is grateful and when someone is just going through the motions. Marcia said it. You gave it away. Oh. Marcia gave it away in the first when she started in the beginning. She said it's the way that, that you feel. And for me, it's always been like that. It's a feeling that, that I get. When someone's thankful to me, I, I have a certain feeling. And if someone's grateful to me, I have a different feeling. I go, everything is feelings to me. I eat for feel. I eat and I, I live for the feeling, you know. So that's it. Marsha already said it. <laughs> yeah, it seems like you can really tell if I look at somebody and I do something and they're saying thank you or feeling grateful to me, I can tell by their actions. Like Rick said, it's a feeling where you just kind of get that vibe like, oh, they say thank you and they give you a real brief hug. 
their actions aren't uh, coinciding with their what they're saying, really. And I noticed with almost everybody else, it kind of boiled down to that you could tell that the person was having sincere actions, performing sincere actions. That's a good way because you can weigh it out that way within yourself. You can yeah, you can. You can almost feel the vibes of energy. Right, right. And there's another point that was made in Chapter 10 as well that I believe it's Chapter 10. I'm pretty sure it is. What about when you have somebody that is constantly saying thank you? Constantly. Yep. What should that tell us? I don't know. What should that tell us? It's telling us that maybe we need to take a second look to see, have they heard what we said? Have they genuinely heard us? Because it could be a cry for help, that they're asking for help, but they haven't asked the question yet. Sending a red flag up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the overly thank you ones. There's a few of those around here. So it might be a good time to ask them, is there something going on where you're not hearing my appreciation or you haven't heard that how appreciative I am? Or is there something going on more than what is really on the surface there? Because mm. if it's a cry for help. Well, some people want more appreciation than they've earned. Uh-huh. Ah. You guys know that. That some people, they just like crave, oh, please tell me that I'm doing good. Yeah, they, they need it to thrive. Yeah, they want it. When I was in the workforce, people didn't tell me how good of a job I did. I had to tell myself. The patient was asleep. The doctor was making 10 times the amount of money. Some of them were real nice. They'd say, oh, you did a good job, Rick. Thanks for making me $10,000 today. <laughs> um, you had to pat yourself on the back, and you had to have enough self-worth to know. You always can't count on other people to appreciate. You have to appreciate yourself. Right. That's what I'm saying, I guess, in a nutshell. Yeah, unfortunately, count. there's so many people out there that don't do that, and they want it from the exterior. Yeah. You know, they want it. Somebody My, else telling them. We were talking about gratitude today, and I thank people, and I, I tell them I'm grateful, but the bulk of my gratitude and how I've been able to exist and have a place in Hawaii and have a happy, healthy family and have enough food to eat and all like that has been because of the feeling that I put into the ground. Now, I know that sounds weird, but the feeling that I put into the earth the feeling that I put into the people that are in front of my face and that I live with and that I'm around me every day. I thank Cheryl when she does something for me, but she knows by just the feeling she gets that I'm grateful that she's here and that she's... But I don't tell her that all the time. I may have only told her that like... Yes, he does. <laughs> I only remember telling her that once in my whole no. life. And it was that I woke up in the middle of the night, and I don't know what in the heck was wrong with me, but I was in, like, t total pain, right? And she hates getting waking up at night, and she got up at night. I was, like, having cramps in my leg or something, and I was, like, practically bawling. She got up in the middle of the night, and she, like, massaged my legs until they went away, until I fell back to sleep like a baby. And that's the only time I ever remember telling her and thinking how grateful I was that that there was somebody there to help me at that particular time. That's the mm. only time I ever remember. No, I remember you being 
saying it a lot more than that. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably know. the deepest thankfulness, though, the gratitude. <laughs> yeah. gratitude. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's your intuition. If you come across somebody that's constantly thanking you for something, your intuition should really wake you up and say, aha, yes, they're saying thanks for something. And that's on page 176. They're saying thanks for something they've already thanked you for many times. Have yep. you genuinely said you're welcome? If so, ask them if they need or wanted something more. Because it's a sign right there. In other words, they don't know how to ask you that they want more from you. They want something. They need something from you. Yeah, they need something more. So you can ask them if they're interested in learning how to help themselves. That's a good answer. Mm -hmm. Yes, I like that answer. I have in my past come across people that have done that to me. And really, I wasn't quite aware of the, the, the fact that... They're really asking for help. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we are lucky that we can do that now, and we know how to help people now. Well, that's, yeah. uh, that's really an intuitive thing that she was saying, because there is someone in my life that constantly thanks me, like, for things that really aren't necessary to thank me for. You could thank me once. And I always thought, why does the person keep thanking me? I tell the person, you're welcome anytime, no problem. But they still keep thanking me. Every five times. If that makes sense, what you said there, either Uh I'm not showing enough gratitude, like through the process of this learning to receive, I went through a really stressful period. If external things like my dog died, I had some financial issues along the way, I mean, just regular life, nothing... um, out of the ordinary, really, for any normal person to have. But I felt like halfway through the book, like a pimple ready to pop or something like that. And the stress didn't really get relieved until like the ninth or the tenth chapter to where I started to feel more grounded and I started to feel more balanced. And I actually started to integrate more and understand the material because a lot of the times, yeah, I understood it, I read it, I went over it with Cheryl, I listened to the class, I was in the class, I listened to the class again <laughs> yeah. when it came out, so it's not like I, I wasn't being attentive to the material, but a lot of it, I couldn't really, like, sink my teeth into until it started to integrate, like you said, and it was very upsetting to me, physically, uh, mentally, and spiritually, because I'm used to being in any situation just, like, grounded. And nothing really um, disrupts that. I came back around in between the ninth and the 10th chapter. And then as I focused more, I understand a little bit and about gratitude a little bit from already dying twice in my life and being and coming back to life. Either you can have a lot of gratitude for life. Or and you, stick around. And stick around. And I went through a lot of pain and suffering and mental anguish and for several years after I got struck by lightning. That didn't really make me appreciate life anymore because all the time before that, 
like life was a bowl of cherries, man. Mm. You understand? Oh yeah. But yeah. so like after I got hit by lightning, people would say, "Oh, you're you're gonna appreciate life more because you died twice." I'm like, no, I did not. I went through so much trauma and pain that I didn't really appreciate it that much. <laughs> <laughs> Too much Until suffering. <laughs> then it sort of switched around and like Marcia said, rewired. Okay? Mm-hmm. Finally feels the rewiring and I'm calmer now and I'm focused more now. So Rick, now that you, after those experiences where you really didn't like being struck by lightning and going through all that suffering and Cheryl along with you having to experience what you went through and helping to take care of you, now that you're back in a more balanced state, you can actually look back at it and say, okay, I got through it. I am so grateful that I got through this. Period. I mean, you got through it. When I was going through it, the only reason that I could see any reason to go through it was because I had a family. Otherwise, forget it. I wouldn't have went through it. When you start to understand shamanic training, okay, I've twice almost died from drowning. From water. Water. Wow. That's one of the trainings. The next training is fire. I got caught on fire working on a car. Okay, on fire. And that would be lightning also. And lightning. I've been in touch with lightning twice. So these are shamanic doorways, rituals. You read any of the shamanic training. This is what happens to people that are on that path. path. It's not that I've really chosen that sort of path. Like consciously, I'm a shaman. I don't go around saying that. If you look at it, those are exactly the things. Like initiation. All initiative things in shamanistic realm. They're living life that no one else would want to live, really. Mm-hmm. Like people think, oh, I want to live in Hawaii like Rick does. Think again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't understand that a shamanistic lifestyle is very... You guys know, you saw me go through nine months of pay me what I'm worth (laughs) while you guys are jumping around, having fun, growing, being able to grow and have fun. And here I was beating the shit out of myself. You guys guys saw the difference? I am able now, only after taking this course, though, Marsha, to look back. And I need reminders, like from you, to go, hey, Rick. Almost, you have to tell me, you know, shouldn't you be a little bit more grateful that you actually got through it? Uh, yes, I am now. But I wasn't Perfect. at the time. Yeah, because as you're going through it, it's hard to see. You've oh. got to walk through it to get yeah. to the other side. One day at a time, and you just make it one day, one week, one month, one year. Mm-hmm. And part of the family what I'm worth, I had to go through that experience again. When I put my timeline, I had to go through it psychologically, physically, mentally, spiritually, in order to get through it because I wasn't able to be, like you said, objective, and I wasn't able to be grateful. So I had to relive it again until it pounded the gratefulness in me. to release. Yeah. <laughs> so it was very difficult. I don't know. Maybe other people that have had physical or mental traumas like Marcia... She had all different sort of traumas than I had, but you dealt with them way different. I don't know if it's because you're a woman or just because you're more open-minded or what, but... We're stubborn men, Rick. We don't know anything. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) 
That is a good question, though. It's, it's different for a woman than a man, but still trauma is trauma, and everybody deals with trauma in a different way. Just think of somebody when you lose somebody that's really close to you that you love. I mean, that's mm-hmm. traumatic, and mm-hmm. it takes time to actually process that <laughs> What really happened? I mean, when my brother passed away, I, I just couldn't believe it because he was the baby in the family. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I was that like, was that's me. not supposed yep. to happen. He's supposed yep. to live, outlive all of us, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Those expectations. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Everybody has their life experiences, a cumulative thing, and that's how they're going to react. Luckily, the course helps rewire those We now know we can choose how we react. That's been a big thing for me. It's really great. And i choosing to be grateful for so many more things. Yeah. Time to close this class. What did you get out of this show? We truly want to know. Simply post in the comment box at the bottom of this page. After hearing so many people experience so many ahas, I wonder... Are you ready to take this class yourself? We start new classes each time we have 12 or more people ready to go. You're listening to Marcia Sortino, Team Seekers, Team Captain. Get in touch to learn how to become one of Pay Me What I'm Worth's paid instructors today. And remember, before you go, think about who else would enjoy our classes. Post this show on your social networking sites to help more people enjoy some weekly wit and wisdom. Aloha.